Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Hi everybody out there and uh, I hope you're all well and feeling good this morning. And uh, what I'd like to share with you is a question I was asked by a very smart young woman, um, very successful in what she's done up to now, built a career, but she's moving into property now. Uh, you know, and she's still very young, right? <laughs> Depends where you're standing, where I'm standing. She's very young. Okay, and um, what the question was, if I'm putting my own property portfolio together, should I do interest-only mortgages, buy-to-let mortgages, or should I do repayment mortgages? Because here's the truth, David. Um, I'm quite cautious. I'm quite nervous about this. I, uh, the whole reason that I'm getting into properties, I want to have assets that I own that might be unencumbered. I feel security right, in having the things paid off, paid down. I don't have to worry about working with the banks anymore. And I get it. Of course I get it. I get it absolutely. Um, so it's a really, really good question. And I just, uh, I was able to share a little bit of experience with her, uh, my experience over the years with buy-to-let mortgages, uh, capital repayment stroke uh, and or interest only, and just gave a bit of perspective. So this episode is just sharing my perspective, how I find the contraposition. Uh, between repayment and interest only, and um, maybe you'll get some help from it. Okay, so um, what we need, what we need to remember is that we are, by, by investing in property, we are putting our money into assets, bricks and mortar assets, with the hope and expectation that they're going to go up in value over time. So you buy and, and I'm just picking a round number because it's a round number and the arithmetic's easy to do. You buy a property uh, at 100 grand. In today's market, you get a 75%, 75 grand roughly, um, buy to that mortgage on it, and uh, you're on your way. Now, do you do interest only or you do repayment? Very, very interesting. And what I want to talk about initially is inflation inflation over time and inflation has been around since who knows when i mean you know as soon as man started using some sort of um, money something you know even barter exchange whatever how far back into time's deep uh, shade you go man has been using some sort of form of exchange so inflation's been around a very long time and my investing uh, journey uh, started in 1977 so you know i've I, you know, i've got the back end of the 20th century into 2021 now um as my experience now the past does not dictate the future i have to give that warning right we have no idea what's going to happen in the future really um but I believe you're a fool if you're a student of history and you do not apply the lessons that history teaches us. And we see every day, you've got to watch the mainstream media, main news, people do not look at history. And, you know, maybe they could pick up some tips from there. But back to repayment or interest. So back in the day when I started, the accepted wisdom was to do repayment. Okay, the buy-to-let mortgage did not exist, didn't come into being till 1996. If you wanted investment property, you had to get a commercial loan, and all commercial loans, apart from the fact that they were only 60-70% loan-to-value maximum, all commercial loans were repayment. 
So I walk that walk. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Um, and it's just so much more an efficient use of your cash to go interest only. Okay, so we, we on the one side of the fence, we want to pay off the loan and own it all ourselves. I get that. But if you go interest only, obviously, the bank owns the property. I know your names are on the deeds, but you try not paying the mortgage for a few months, see who really owns the property. Okay, but over time, inflation will come to your rescue. And I'm not talking about the sort of inflation that we have been used to seeing over the last 10, 15 years, you know, one, two, three percent inflation rates oh no i'm talking about man-sized inflation we've forgotten we've forgotten the 70s the 80s the 90s when we were the annual the annual rate of inflation was double digits right i'm talking about 15 percent asset inflation i'm talking about dinner parties in the 80s where everyone would sit down and around the table and uh House prices were going up 10 grand a month, and we enjoyed that because we owned the house. We were on the ladder, right? The people, poor people, couldn't get on the ladder. It was a struggle for them, but we were on it. So, man man made, man sized inflation might be on the way back. Why do I say that? Well, it depends uh, which um, expert, in inverted commas, you look at about where the economy is going, the world economy, as well as the UK economy. Um, what people are saying is that uh, the virus has caused a, a massive jolt, massive shock to the economic system. And over the next two, three years, uh, we might see a bit of a stumble, um, uh, contraction, and there's going to be problems, Right. But equally, there is an equal number of experts who are saying that inflation is in the pipeline. Inflation is going to eat away at the debt that the governments have put in place. It eats away at debt, which means it could eat away at your debt as well. And also, inflation, asset-based inflation uh, is going to kick in so that if you've got cash at the moment, then you need to get it into any asset, really. And we see it. You've only got to look. Look at where the stock market is, right? Look at things like Bitcoin. Look at property prices. I mean, property prices in the UK today are crazy, crazy prices, right? Um, I was talking to an estate agent friend who operates in Brighton and Hove. That's where I live. Uh, I was chatting to him during the week. A terraced house, a terraced house in Portslade, which is entry-level prices in Brighton these days, they marketed the thing, a uh, bit tongue-in-cheek, around number 600K, and it sold in a week for 625 for somebody from, to somebody moving down from London, right? The, the asset inflation, that makes heroes out of all of us. And for those of you who have grown up in a period where you didn't have that type of inflation, I'm telling you, it's going to come round again. A um, couple of reasons. First of all, Did you know that over a trillion pounds, a trillion pounds in pound notes, coins, however you use them, have been printed over the last 12 months by the United Kingdom government in circulation? There's more money there to spend. Um, In the United States, I was um, listening to one of my favourite listeners, Mr. Grant Cardone, who explained that 
since coronavirus kicked in, so just over a year in the United States, 20% of all dollar bills have ever been in circulation. 20% have been printed and gone into circulation in the last 12, 14 months. So there's a huge pent-up spending power. Uh, They're going to buy assets. Assets are going to go up in value. The economy is going to prosper. And that eats away at the coronavirus debt. There's two sides to the same coin. What's going to happen? I don't know. I personally, (laughs) I'm I'm not giving financial advice here. I am not. But in my world, for me, what I'm leaning towards is believing inflation's going to come along with that amount of cash. Really, it's defying gravity not to, to do anything else. And um, if you're buying assets now, I believe they're going to go up in value. That's just me. Do not take my advice. You know, come to your own decisions. <laughs> That's enough of that stuff, right? But you see, you're talking to somebody who's seen it before. So, you know, I grew up I grew up as a retailer. That was my uh, original business. And I, I got into property alongside the retail. Uh, many of you will know this story, but for those of you who don't, I was a retailer. We got the opportunity to buy a few of the sites that we were trading from. So I've seen significant inflation periods over a period of time. We had a thing at one time in your corporation tax, there was a special allowance introduced called stock relief. And the bottom line is that um, profits, company profits were being distorted because the inflationary pressures on your stock that you had to hold in order to run your business uh, was so high that your stock was going up in value on a daily basis. In fact, if you can picture this, if you closed your business shop, I had shops, right? If I closed the shops for a year and didn't take a penny through the till at all, my business would have shown a profit because my stock might have gone up 20 30% in value. And the stock value on the balance sheet would have meant that I had tax to pay. So it's clearly nonsense. So they brought in something called stock relief. Hard to imagine that today. But are we heading back to days like that? Okay, so with regard to property, with regard to property, what happens? What happens with inflation? Uh, this is what happens. The prices go up. You're seeing it now in the UK. Prices are going up. But your mortgage, the original mortgage, if you stick to your original mortgage, your debt stays the same. So our 100 grand house, you know, over the next 10 years, could it double? You know, there are periods in our history where properties have doubled in 10 years. Is that going to happen in the next 10 years? I don't know. So the 100 grand house becomes worth £200,000. But the mortgage, unless you fiddle around with it, the mortgage will still be 75 k So your loan to value is, is now, what, 37.5% instead of 75%, which it was. And you've done nothing. You've not paid down the debt at all. You're just paying the interest. Now, 37.5%, your 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 business is your property business is pretty bulletproof. Pretty bulletproof. I mean, my my goal, and I'm not quite there yet. My goal is to I'll, I'll come back to me because I'm a bit older. I'm in a different situation. I, I, I'll come back to you, and, and you'll see the power of inflation. I'm going to illustrate the power of inflation. Okay. So the property price rises, your debt stays the same. Now, you can remortgage. You can leverage that asset asset at 200 grand and probably double your mortgage, you know, get to 150 grand. So you can pull another 75k out. 
um, and you can follow the inflationary price rise of the house all the way up over the decades, right? And keep pulling money out if that's what you want to do. Okay. But I was talking to the, remember the young lady who was asking me the advice? I was talking to someone who's relatively cautious and she's not really focusing on drawing money out. Now, um, again, during the early 2000s, it was very popular and accepted wisdom to pull as much money out as you could on an interest-only basis, because the tenant's going to, the, the rent's going to cover the the cost of the of the loan, right? And um, you can pull more money out as your property goes up. There's no tax on debt, okay? So the debt's against the house, but you, as the owner of the house, you've got the money in your account, and you can go and spend it, right? You can. And is that right? Is that wrong? I think if you've got um, a balance to that, um, I think it can be very powerful for you in the now, in the instant. Um, but I've equal, equally saw people who maybe overdid it and got a little bit stuck. So what did I do? I did a bit, and I did it with some properties, not with others. Okay, I did a little bit if I needed a few grand for something. Yeah, I might go and look at that. Okay. Um, the other thing with inflation, so inflation, the price goes up. The debt, although it's still 75 grand, let's say we didn't pull any money out, 75 grand, um, it, that, the value of the 75 grand, that's eaten away by inflation, right? So 75 grand today is, is worth way less than 75 grand was when I started out in 70, 1977. That was huge. 75 grand was a lot of money then, right? Now 75 grand is credit card stuff really yeah pretty much um the other thing of course that happens is rents go up over time now in my experience rents have gone up significantly over time but rents go up in a weird way has anyone else noticed this i find so rents you know you think incrementally year on year might go up three or four percent per year but that's not how i've found it unfold it's probably we probably finish up in the same place but i went through a period where um i couldn't put rents up for about 10 years right 10 years it didn't move because the market didn't move okay and then suddenly so that was say 2004 to 2014 and then once we got into 2015, 2016, uh, what I would say to you is rents have moved significantly since then. I mean, I've, I've just gone through a rent increase program in my portfolio. Um, and the market, I was guided by market rents. I'm not, I'm not leading in any way. I'm following everybody else. Um, significant increases. And with one exception, one exception, the tenant has said she's going to move on. She's not going to pay that. She's going to move on. <laughs> Every other tenant has accepted the increase because you look out there, you know, in the letting agents and you can see what the, the going rate is. So um, I would follow everyone else with rent increases. So what's my point? Repayment interest only, okay? Uh, prices, the value of the house goes up over time. Rents go up over time. So you've got more money because the, the rent, the tenant pays the mortgage, but the value of the mortgage, in effect, is worth less over time. Right. And that's the magic. That is the magic. So, should you go repayment or interest only? I would say go interest only. 
go interest only, especially if you're in the building phase of your portfolio, if you're putting houses together, because inflation will come to your rescue over time, not in six months, right? Not Maybe not in six years, but in 16 years, in 26 years, 36 years. Inflation is going to make a hero out of you because it's going to push up the value of your property and it's, in effect, in real monetary terms, going to decrease the value of your loan and, of course, the rent, the income from the property is going to go up as well. So go interest only. Now, a few minutes ago, I really, I nearly went into what I'm going to do. A few minutes ago, I nearly dived into what I'm doing, and I'm going to share that with you now, because maybe this is uh, just a further stage as you get a bit older, a bit more mature in your property um, portfolio building, right? Maybe, maybe this, maybe this is relevant. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to share with you. This is very personal to me. This is what I'm doing because I, I just like the feel of it. Okay. So what, what we're able to do, if you've got interest-only mortgages, and I still have interest-only mortgages, um, I, I want to get my loan to value down, okay? So it's some of it's come down automatically because house prices have gone up, and actually I haven't re-leveraged. I haven't pulled more money out for some years now. Why? Because I haven't had to do it because rents have increased and the value of the debt's gone down, right? So I've, there's been more money in my life just by watching the portfolio grow. I haven't had to do anything. Okay. Um, my goal, my goal is to get my existing loans, my existing onto kind of a repayment, kind of a repayment basis. And I'll come back to that. Uh, and I'm targeting 40% loan to value, 40%, right? Now, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm on the way. Now, some of you listening may be at 75% because you've got new mortgages and they're all 75%. Some of you may be at 85% because that's what it was 10, 15 years ago. And you actually are in a part of the United Kingdom, maybe, where you haven't had any growth. So you were at 85%. Um, I had some of that for a while. But I'm, I'm trying to get down to 40%. And I want it all on repayment. And then my plan, this is my plan, is to borrow again. Once I get to 40%, then I go to my lenders and I re remortgage or draw down, further draw down, up to 50% on a repayment basis, right? And then I pay it down. And then I can use that 10%, that 10% value of my borrowings to go out and buy more properties. No money down, as it were. Well, of course, I'm putting all the money down, but it's not my money down putting the lender's money down, leveraging my portfolio, okay? So I go from 40% to 50% by buying more houses, right? But I'm still on a repayment. So I buy I buy those houses and then I pay, I allow the tenant, the rent, rents to come in across the portfolio, pay the loan down to 40% loan to value. Then I go out again, go 40 to 50% and repeat and repeat. You got me. It be, you, you understand where I'm coming from, Right. Um, that is the magic. That is the magic of leverage. That's the magic of inflation over time to your property business. Okay. And um, I'm not formally, not formally taking out repayment mortgages. I'm not. I'm still the extra, I'm still on interest only. The 40 to 50% will still be on interest only, but I will be leveraging the opportunity in every mortgage agreement, certainly in all of mine, is you can pay down 
5% a year with no charge. So that 5% of my borrowings across the portfolio is going to come out of the extra rent roll, the inflationary um, rise to the rent roll over time. And that's how I'm going to pay down uh, the the money from 50% loan to value down to 40%. Right? I don't see any, any point in going less than 40%. Right? Do you want to pay it all off? Why? Why would you want to do that? Um, I, I think it's going to... It's gonna it's gonna cause my daughter problems if I did that. You know, inheritance tax is huge. So yes, we've made some IHT uh, provisions, but you know, I'm just gonna keep making the problems worse if um, I start paying down debt. So that's that's what I've chosen to do. So I'd, I'd love to I'd love to know what you think. You know, contact me. Let me know what you think. Is that a good plan? Is it a plan at all? I've had a few plans over the years. Not all of them have uh, gone well. Um, But this one seems to be going all right at the moment. So the original question, David, repayment or interest only? I would say go interest only. If you possibly can go interest only, um, just sit tight. Don't remortgage unless you need the cash, right? So don't chase the inflation growth of the property value by taking out more mortgages. Because I've, 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 I have seen friends <clears throat> who have got older with their debt and they've still got a massive amount of debt. And, you know, at, at 37, you know, that's a cool thing to do, right? When you get to 77, <laughs> you don't really want uh, that amount of mortgages sort of around your neck. It's a, it's a different mindset. I mean, you know, the, the arithmetic's the same, but the mindset's very different. Okay. Um, I hope that helps. I hope that perspective helps. Interest only, repayment, go interest only, let inflation make a hero out of you, watch rents keep going up, pay down, you know, the 5%, right, that you're comfortable paying, or you don't actually have to pay down at all because, you know, just leave it at 75% or or what it becomes because, you know, if, if property price doubles, that we've already said that seventy five percent goes to thirty seven and a half. I hope that helps. It's just a perspective. It's just a perspective. Just wanted you to know how I see things. Uh, message me if you see it differently. Get out there and buy all of them. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.